Hello listeners uh, all over the world um, and welcome to the hour of the world. Um, today we're going to answer a question that says is water baptism essential for salvation? Is water baptism essential for salvation? And our text is taken from St. John 3 verse 3 to 5. So, the Holy Ghost is going to help us to answer this question as we read through the scripture. The Word of God is going to help us. St. John chapter 3, verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I said unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Wow, that's very, very, very important here and uh, let me just read verse 6 it says what that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit so many times uh, people uh, argue on this uh, uh, this issue uh, of water baptism and today the Lord while studying and reading through the scripture the Lord revealed to me certain things that I just want to share with you and I believe it will bless you in Jesus' name. And so the first thing we need to understand from this scripture here is this. Uh, as we go back to the scripture, um, before I go forward, Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Okay, so from this point, from this verse, for me, I realized that Nicodemus misunderstood the fresh bath and the the old bath. Let me just use the word the old bath and the new bath. And so he never understood what was the new bath or what is this born again that Jesus Christ was talking about. So when we talk about the born again um, that Jesus Christ was talking about here, the word born again mean the new creation. The word born again mean what? The new creation or the new bath. The word born again that Jesus Christ was talking about was uh, um, um, was the new creation or the new life. The new life. So the, the, this new life is received through adoption into the family of God. This new life is received through what? Adoption into the family of God. So most often like people said uh, God did not born a child. And, and, and God, God, how can God burn us? So when we're talking about this uh, bone, uh, it's not talking about um, coming forth, but it's talking about adoption. And it's talking about adoption. And so born again means the new life received through adoption into the family of God. Let's read Romans chapter 8, verse 14 to 16 and understand better what God says here. Romans 8, um, Romans chapter 8 verse 14 
Romans 8 14. Um, we're going to take it step by step. So, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. You have received what? The spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So since the day you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have been adopted into the family of God. You have been adopted into the family of God. And so you have received a new life. That is the reason why the scripture says, If any man is in Christ, is a new creation. It says, All things have passed away. Behold, everything has become new. Behold, everything has become what? Has become new. So if you are in Christ Jesus, if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, everything else about you has become new. Now, um, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 7 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. What are the old things? The old things, the old life, the old mindset, the old behavior, the old concept, the old attitude has passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And then he continues verse 18. He says, All things are of God. All things are what? Of God. So meaning you now belong to God. You now belong to the kingdom of God. You now belong to the family of God. You are no longer on your own. That is the reason why he continues to say, He says, Who had reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ? So God reconciled us by himself. By, sorry, by um, through Christ. To, unto himself through Christ. And has given us, and, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. And he said, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself, not inputting their trespasses unto them, and had committed unto us the word of reconciliation, the word of reconciliation. So God the Father was in the Son, while the Son was reconciling us unto Him. On the cross of Calvary. That is the reason why he said, verse 20, he said, Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. So we are now representative of the kingdom of God. We are now representative of Christ. He said, As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So now we are ambassadors of Christ. We belong to Christ now. We belong to God. We are no longer on our own. So this is. The, 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 this is what born again mean that Jesus Christ was talking about it is not about you going back to your mother's womb and be born again no we're talking about adoption it is talking about a new life the new nature having received the righteousness of Christ so that is it and so we also have to understand um, what uh, the word uh baptizing um, first uh um jesus said you have to be born of the water and of what of the spirit and so what does the, the word water mean um before we, we we come to baptizing also um, um born of the water is not water baptizing that's the first thing we need to understand from that scripture it's not talking about water baptizing the word water is used figuratively of the word of god 
or cleaning by the word of God. And so in that scripture, when Jesus said, you have to be born of the water and of the spirit, he's trying to say, you have to be born of the word of God. Because it is only the word of God that has the power to cleanse us. The water you are seeing, that this natural water, cannot cleanse sins. It cannot remove sins. We will come to that. It cannot remove your sin. But the scripture helps us to understand in St. John 15, verse 3, that you and I, we are cleansed by the word. The word of God. The word of God has the power, the potential to clean us. Therefore, being born of the water means to be born again by the word of God. It means to be born again by the word of God. And so let's go back to the word baptism. The first thing I want you to understand here is this. Before Jesus Christ came on earth, baptism has been going on. The word baptism is a tra- I mean, it's, it's translated in the Greek word baptizo, which means to immense or deep into. To immense or to deep into. And so let's read uh, First Peter chapter 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 one chapter three. Sorry. So the word baptism means to be immense or to deep into, to be to deep into, or basically an immersion into another substance. So like for instance, they dip you into water. They can dip you into salt. They can dip you into anything you think about, because the word baptism means to deep into, to deep into any kind of substance so if it is red oil you can be deep into web, web red or red oil but thank god jesus spoke about being baptized in him being baptized in this world first peter three twenty one first peter three twenty one says Let's read from the New Living Translation. Okay, let's read from... It says, like the King James Version says, The like figure we are unto even baptism doth also now save us. Doth also now save us. Not the putting away of the fields of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Let's read that, the New Living Translation. And this is a picture of baptism. We now save you by the power of Jesus Christ's resurrection. Baptism is not a remover of death from your body. It is an appeal to God from a clear conscience. So you understand, it is not a remover of death from your body. So water baptism does not remove death from your body. So being deep into the water does not remove death from your body. But in other words, Peter is trying to say something here that it helps... To, to give you a clear conscience because you 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 in the process of you being uh, baptized into the water in fact before you before the deep you into the water you have already received Christ as your Lord and Savior you have already received Christ as your Lord and Savior so baptizing water baptism itself does not remove your sin but it's just a symbolic it is a, it's just a public declaration of your faith in Jesus Christ, telling the whole world that you have believed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Basically, an immersion into another substance, as we said earlier, is baptism. Baptism also was a Jewish, Jewish ritual 
of glorification before then, before Christ came. The Jewish used to do baptism as a glorification that was centered on the cleaning of the body with water. So that was, that was, that was what they believed in before. They believed in that before Christ came. Christ met that we are doing it. That is the reason why when John the Baptist was preaching repentance, he was calling them to come and baptize. So when Christ came now, you understand, and, 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 and the, the, the disciples also follow the same thing, but with a different idea or belief concept that is a means of declaring to the public that you have believed or you have accepted Jesus Christ. But it cannot remove or it cannot save you. That is the first thing I want you to understand. It cannot save you. It cannot remove your sin. It cannot save you. You are saved before baptism. But we got to know that. Now, the first thing I want you to understand here, as I said it earlier, um, that as I said earlier, uh, water baptism was a means of glorification. Yes. It was an initiation or it was a ritual that the Jewish used to perform before you could add to the, to, to the church by then or to their synagogues or to their congregations. You have to be, you have you have, you have you have to go through that ritual before they could add you by then. But the thing I want you to understand here is this: men we are saved before water baptism. Men we are saved before water baptism. Let's read Romans chapter three, verse twenty-three. Romans three twenty-three. It reads, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So the word justify means um, to be right with God. To be right with God. And so, so it is not water baptism that makes us right with God. It is not water baptism. So men have been saved, or men in the Old Testament, from the Old Testament time, men we are saved before water baptism. Men we are saved, and they were not baptized. They got saved. The, 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 the common understanding, the common example we have is the thief on the cross of Calvary with Christ. That one is very simple. So I don't want to base my teaching on that. I believe most of us know that one. He was on the cross of Calvary. He, he believed in Jesus Christ. Right there he was saved. And the, and, the, and the Lord Jesus said he would be with me in paradise. And also 2 Peter chapter 2, chapter 1, sorry. 2 Peter 1, verse 21. It says, For the prophecy came not in all time by the will of man, but holy men of God speak as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So if they were holy, what makes them holy? Was it the water? Was it the water that makes them holy? No. It was not the water. So men has been saved. Men, men we are saved before water baptism. It is the Spirit of God, the Word of God. And so the other thing I want us to understand, born again, is the new creation, as I said it earlier, the new life of Christ that we receive through adoption. 
And so we are saved through faith in Christ, not through faith in water baptism. By the way, we have so many baptisms, and I told you earlier, the word baptism into immense or deep into. You and I can be deep into the suffering of Christ. We can deep into the Holy Ghost. We can be deep into the Word of God. So it is not everywhere in the scripture you just hear say the word baptism, baptize, 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 and then you think it's about water. I'm not against baptism, please. But one thing I want us to understand here is this. The God we are serving is a balanced being. And above all, is the finish off of Christ that is very much important for the New Testament. And so, when you emphasize on anything more than the finish off of Christ, it's an error. What Jesus Christ did on the cross of Calvary is of paramount to us more than any other thing. It is enough. So if you are preaching baptism, if you are preaching any other thing, you have to find a way to balance it so that the people you are leading, the congregation you are leading, they will not focus more on those things, more than the finished work of Christ, which have the power to save their life, their, save, their soul. Sorry. There is nothing more than the finished work of Christ that is done on the cross of Calvary. That is the reason why it is only true faith, faith in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. St. John 3, verse 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will be saved. So what makes you saved is your belief in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. His death, his burial, his resurrection, the remission of sin. That is what makes you saved. It's not water baptism. We have to be mindful of doctrines. Believe the gospel. Romans chapter 5 verse 1. Romans 5 1. Romans 5 1. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Not being justified by baptism. What are baptism? It said, by whom also we have access by faith into his grace, where we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So we have access by faith. We have access by what? By faith, believing in him. So we are saved through faith in Christ, not through water baptism. Water baptism is not essential for salvation. Only our belief on the finished work of Christ can save us. When we go back to verse 8, verse 8, he said, But God commanded his love towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. And so, if water baptism will have saved, Christ will have not died. Because before, he, before the coming of Christ, the Jewish used to baptize people in the water. He said, Much more then, be now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from what through him. Be now justified by what? By his blood that is talking about the finished work of Christ on the cross of Calvary. And so, faith in the finished work of Christ, faith in Christ and his finished work is what makes you right with God. By the way, I want you to understand that salvation has level. As for justification, 
It is not a process. The moment you believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you'll be saved. And then, salvation of a process. But justification is one stage of salvation that we instantaneously receive when we accept our Lord Jesus Christ in our life. We become right. And this thing happened before water baptism. It is true that the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ will save us also from the presence of sin forever and ever. And this is what we are walking towards. And the word of God is there to mature us to that. And that is the reason why Christ dear us or, 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 or wants you and I to dig deep into the world. To know the world. Live by the world. Abide in the world. So that we will grow to maturity. And then at the end of the day, we all shall glorify with him. The first thing I want you to understand here is this. The Old Testament saints received the Holy Spirit or the gift of the Holy Spirit without water baptism. The scripture helps us to understand Daniel chapter 5 verse 13 to 17. That Daniel was filled of wisdom, the spirit of excellence. He was not baptized. The saints received the baptism of the Holy Ghost fire without water baptism. Let's read Acts chapter 9 verse 17. Acts chapter 9 verse 17. Acts 9 17. So, um, and 17 reads, he said, And Ananias went his way and entered into the house, and putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, sent me, that thou might receive the sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Paul got saved on the way to Damascus without water baptism. Before water baptism. He received the Holy Ghost before water baptism. And when we go back to chapter 10, verse 44, we also see a group of people receiving the Holy Ghost before water baptism. 44, he said, While Peter yet spake, this was, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which had the word. And so, what happened? What attracted the Holy Ghost? When they received the word. And who is the word? Christ. And the Holy Ghost came upon them. When they received the word. The Holy Ghost came upon them. The Holy Ghost came upon them. And when we also go to uh, uh, 1115. 1115. It says, Who shall tell thee words? Where but thou and all the house shall be saved. And as I began to speak. The Holy Ghost fell on them. As on us at the beginning, as on the day of Pentecost, that is what his friends talk about. Then remember I the word of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but she shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So, baptism is not only about water, but with the Holy Ghost also. You can be deep into the Holy Ghost. You can be deep into the Holy Ghost. You can be deep into Christ. And so, these people were baptized into the Holy Ghost. They received the baptism of fire without the baptism of water or before the baptism of the water. 
Conclusion Water baptism cannot save. Water baptism cannot save you. It cannot save your soul. At all not. Know this tonight. It cannot save today. Know this. Water baptism cannot save. It is an outward expression of your belief in Christ. It is not the water that affects your justification or union with Christ, your union with Christ. The water is a picture or symbolic of the cleanness. But the faith in your heart is the most important thing. How do you believe Jesus? How do you believe Jesus? Your faith or your belief in Christ is what saves you. Abraham was justified, was saved by faith. And so you and I, we are saved by faith, no water baptism. God bless you as you meditate upon this word. If you are just listening to this teaching and you have not received Christ yet as your Lord and Savior, I just want you to pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come and possess me. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.